as you take a look and walked in Allen Field last night, tell me about three or four magical moments for you. Oh, man. Uh, we know I came in last night. I spoke at the Iowa State uh, High School Coaches Clinic last night and then came down here, stayed at Doriad, which wasn't even here, and uh, enjoyed uh, going up on top and looking around campus. And this morning sneaked out and drove around town a little bit and drove around campus. And then uh, uh, this afternoon when I came down, I came out in front of Wagner and got out. Steve McGrath let me out. And I just walked in the, uh, in the field house because I haven't been in the field house since the last practice before the uh, Final Four in 2003. And uh, it was a nice feeling. I mean, it really was a nice feeling. It's a wonderful place. I've always said it's the, uh, in my opinion, the greatest home court advantage. And it's because of two things, of course. It's because of the fans. Uh, but uh, the fog and Doc Allen, and, you know, uh, we're not Irish. We don't have those kind of things hanging around. But uh, there's something hanging around in there that's uh, really unique that no one else has. And uh, so for me, going in the field house, uh, uh, Always was a thrill. It was a thrill going in there today, and I just, be honest with you, I wish no nobody else had been in there. I could have just stood in there a little while and looked around, and it would have been a neat experience for me. You didn't jog out to the cemeteries? No. You know, when I was here, I used to sprint, and then I jogged, and then we jogged and walked, and now I just walk. <laughs> you know, that's, that's all it is right now. It's just a walk. Hey, Coach, when you look at the overall landscape of, of this program, you've obviously played a, a big role, 118 wins, I think four Final Fours, two championship games, and title, conference title after conference title. When you heard about this, can you just talk about what your emotions were like and maybe what it was like when you touched down and it, it kind of all came together? Well, my emotions at the start, boy, that's a neat idea because it's such a wonderful location. I mean, it's just, it's the best. I mean, it really is. And so I had a wonderful feeling and thought about that. Um, you know, I haven't been back, like I said, since uh, the last practice before the 2003. My daughter stayed here another year, and I came back uh, uh, the year after my first year in North Carolina and moved, uh, helped her pack up and move back like dads do. Uh, but I haven't been here other than that, and it's, uh, it brought back some wonderful memories. Uh, you know, there was some... People mad at me, and I was hurt, and they were hurt, and the whole bit. Uh, and so those memories came up a little bit, too. And so uh, I got up at 4 o'clock this morning and uh, just thought about what it might feel like and what I might say and hope that I didn't mess it up for everybody else. But uh, um, 60 years in, in one building, and everybody's in an arms race in college athletics trying to plow one field and put one up before the next one gets up beside it kind of thing. But... Uh, no, I just have great, great memories. I really do. And I was able to spend some time this afternoon with some great friends. And uh, this is pretty neat. Uh, my wife uh, has been struggling health-wise a little bit recently, or she would have been able to come. And uh, uh, it was 15 years, and I've said it this way, and I really believe it. For 15 years, I gave my heart, my body, and soul, and I loved it. How would you like your KU coaching career to be remembered? I wish we had won one more game on a Monday night you know, on a couple occasions. There's no question right there. But just uh, I think in coaching you don't think about that a lot. As you get older, you think a little bit more about it. But when I was here, I never thought of that. You know, I thought I was going to coach another 100 years. Uh, but uh, for me, it's, it's, all, it's about people, the relationships with my players. Uh, I hope I will be remembered as a guy who could coach a little bit, 
but really cared about the players and really cared about the school that he represented and really cared about the game. And uh, I had great mentors, uh, including Larry Brown, who was here. Uh, but Coach Smith was the best I think I've ever known. And uh, he was far better off the court than he was on. And uh, so, uh, you know, the coaching part of it is something that I care about. But uh, when I come out of the hotel and there, I see Eric Chenoweth and then I see Greg Gurley and Patrick Ritchie and all of them's bodies look exactly like it did when I play, they played for me, you know. That, uh, <laughs> and be sure and tell them because I want Greg to know I could say one good thing about it. But, uh, those relationships are more important than anything. When you got the phone call to come back and take part in this, was there ever any hesitation at all, or was this an easy call to come back to? You know, it was uh, Bill, and I think Bill handled it so well. I mean, he's made me feel so good and uh, relieve any hesitancy whatsoever. But uh, gosh, I wish I think it was Las Vegas. But he said, "Can I, I want a chance to talk to you for a second? I said, "Fine." And we sat down. I think it was just during the summer recruiting period, and I think we were in Las Vegas, and we sat there, and he told me about it, and. And I think he'd probably say the same thing. I said, I'm in. Just tell me what you got to do and tell me what I've got to do. And uh, the date will be the most important thing. And so it uh, worked out. And uh, my team loved it because we practiced at 8 o'clock yesterday morning and they had the day off. So they got rid of me. Did you ever think about over the years when you might come back and, and you know have a chance to prepare for that or, or talk to anybody who's been in your shoes like this before? Or? No, you know, I, I always worried, to be honest with you, about coming back. I really did, and uh, because I loved the place. I mean, it was. I had a guy in an airport. It was the neatest deal. He said he came walking by and he said, "Rock Chalk Jayhawk." And I said, "Go KU." And he walked on down about two or three gates down, and he came back and he said, "Coach," he said, "You know, I'm a Kansas fan." I said, "So am I." And uh, he said, "You know, Coach, I'm really struggling with what to say next." And I said, you know, I was there for 15 years, and I loved the place. And, and a few minutes later, he came back. And uh, he had some time to think of what to say, I guess. But we had a nice conversation, but it was something that was a, was a thrill for me because it is important to me. But there was some hesitancy there. You know, it was uh, uh, some good friends that uh, have really been fantastic, uh, you know, but... Uh, People put your picture over the commode. It's not the best, <laughs> not the best feeling in the world. Roy, when you almost didn't go the first time, how important was it that you wanted to come back for Collison, Heinrich, and people like that? Was that a factor? Well, you know, to be honest with you, that was the factor. Yeah. I, I told Nick Collison I would be here for his career. And I know that sounds corny and all this crap, but that's me. And I never could... I told Wanda we went when I went and stayed at North Carolina for the 36 hours the first time, and I said, let's go walk on campus and see if the Davy Poplar fall or something like that would tell me it's okay to break my word to Nick, and Davy Poplar didn't fall. And, uh, and so I just couldn't do it. And then three years later, I was stunned that uh, it was back there again, but I felt like my situation had changed a great deal at that time. But, uh, uh, and I, I know that's corny, but but that's what it was. I just never could come to grips about uh, what I'd promised Nick. I think the last game you coached here, I think it was against Oklahoma State. Mm -hmm. Anything stand out about that game or anything that you, you, you reflect back on? Uh, two things. One, that I hoped that those people in the stands realized what they had with Nick and Kirk. That was really big because those were two quality, quality you know, young men. They were going to be great uh, adults. They were great people every second of the day. 
and big-time basketball players, and so I hope our fans – I remember that night feeling that I hoped our fans really appreciated what they had done for four years. And then the other thing I thought was a very nice gesture by Eddie Sutton uh, to run down to our bench and, and uh, shake hands with them and said, I hope I didn't bother you. And I said, no, and as he's going back, I said, if they call it technical, it's going to be fun. Uh, because I was going to run down to his bench and get another technical you know, and that kind of thing. Roy, what did you think of all the new facilities here? It's just blown away. I mean, it is so fantastic what they've done. I mean, when I was here for 15 years and we changed the locker room three times in 15 years, but we were still light years away from where they are now. And the amount of money and the effort and the love that people have for this program allows this kind of thing to be done. I mean, uh, there's some uh, dollars when you're digging the dirt. And, you know, and I'm looking out, uh, Greg said it looked like a prison, you know, and I said, yeah, with all the fencing up everywhere. But, uh, no, I think it's just sensational. And, you know, whether we like to admit it or not, there is a little bit of an arms race out there. And uh, uh, But uh, Kansas basketball deserves the best. We have time for a couple more questions. Roy, during the season, do you, do you still find yourself maybe looking at the KU box score now and then, see how they're doing, or...? Or are you just too busy with Carolina? Uh, there's never a day goes by that I don't know where they won. Not a single day. I know where they won or lost tonight before. Uh, Coach, you said that in your mind, Alan Fieldhouse has the best home court advantage. Was there a time when you coached, when you stood there on the floor and said, Alan Fieldhouse just can't get any better than this the game or something that stands out? Did I finish answering yours? <laughs> Did I finish answering yours? Okay. Uh, I remember I was going to say something about this tonight at the, at the banquet, so you're stealing one of my lines, okay? <laughs> I remember sitting on the bench in Oklahoma's on the free throw line with two free throws, and I think we're up, I think two, I'm not sure. I said, there's no way he's making these free throws. The crowd won't let him. It's the only time I've ever made any statement like that, but brick, brick. <laughs> Does it, you, men, you mentioned earlier about the people that were mad when you left. Does it make tonight a little easier because you played the, the games, the North Carolina KU games, and kind of got all that. You know, time heals, time heals wounds. It really does. And I think that uh, uh, you can't change somebody's opinion, uh, but over time people understand things better. And uh, for the last two years I was here, it was uh, I would loved it when I was on the court with my players, but that's about the only time that it was really that kind of fun. And uh, But, no, it's uh, – this is a special place, guys. I mean, uh, I walked in that field house, and that was neat. Because I remember the first night I walked in that field house at uh, late night with Roy, and that's pretty neat feelings. Coach, you talked about 89 to 90 when you brought this team out of obscurity and, and one of the, some of the best shooting teams in our history. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of shocked the country, the great run in the preseason NIT, and then the run in the tournament the next year. It was, uh, I'll get that one too. It was, uh, it was a neat feeling. I walked through the field house and Kevin Pritchard comes out and says, Coach, they picked us eighth. I said, what do you mean eighth? He said, Inside Sports picked us eighth. There's only eight teams in the big eight. <laughs> and I remember that like it was yesterday. And I said, that's all right, son. We're going to be pretty doggone good. And we were going over to the track because, you know, we had a pretty uh, significant running program. And uh, that was such a great passing team and a great shooting team, and uh, we convinced them to not to be concerned about what anybody else thought. And we did get off to a great start. It's still the highest scoring team I've ever coached, 92 points a game. Probably the best shooting team I've ever coached. Um, 
got unfortunate that uh, Gerald Madkins from UCLA uh, threw one up at the end of the shot clock that went in down at Atlanta. We're losing the second round. But just quality people. I mean, Kevin Pritchard, Jeff Gellner, Rick Callaway, Mark Randall, Mike Mattis, Pekka. I mean, it's uh, that was a fun, fun team to coach. And uh, they took coaching. They really did. They wanted to be really, really good. So that was a, a wonderful time for me as a coach with those guys, too. And Bob Frederick, uh, did you say what yeah. my, one of my what thoughts? What has he meant to you? He's, uh, uh, he was a mentor, no question about that. But I really believe that Bob Frederick was the finest gentleman I've ever known in my life. And, uh, you know, he talked all the time about treating people with respect and dignity. And that's the way Bob treated everybody. And, uh, and he gave me a chance. You know, there's uh, a big portion of me feeling that uh, appreciation too, but uh, just the finest gentleman I've ever known. All right, Coach. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys.